Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are locked and loaded Friday the 10th of March. Thank you for your company on Fireball Friday. It is a big show. Our McCafe menu, as I said, is loaded there. Our official coffee partner, Dumb Shies and I heard this week is just going off. We're getting texts, we're getting tweets, we're getting emails, we're getting faxes of nominations of stuff you've heard this week that needs a mention. We're going to do that before 6.30, so if you've got one, let us know. Michael Voss, the Carlton coach, has been good enough to give us some of his time ahead of a huge season for the Blues, which gets underway in just under a week's time, would you believe? Jeff Fennick after 8 o'clock, everyone's favourite, and the Friday agenda is back. If you want to get involved, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 weeks serious about sleep. That's the temper text and the IMR Insurance open line. You know the number. The best analyst in the game is alongside of me. He spent a week on the Gold Coast in the coach's box with Stewie Jew. We'll dissect all of that. David King's his name. King, good morning. Taped it all. Going to release it all later on, Cornsey. It's been, it's been the topic of the week, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, Ross. <laughs> How are you, mate? It's been a busy week. It's, there's sport happening everywhere. It's oh. just insane. It's terrific. Uh, as we build up to what will be an unbelievable start to the year. We're all on the edge of our seats waiting for round one. I think this has been the the most uh, sought-after start to the season that I can recall in, in 20 to 30 years. I mean, everyone everyone thinks that their team, if you're in the top sort of dozen teams, yep. not only has a chance for finals, but an opportunity to do something quite special. I was critical when the AFL released the round one fixture. I've got to put my hand up and apologise. They've, they've absolutely nailed it. The reason I was critical of it is because the interstate teams got torched. I mean, they, they, all the interstate teams got pretty ordinary what, fixtures. What happened to them? What happened? Well, they looked after they looked after all the Melbourne teams. No, no Melbourne team had to go anywhere. So you poor which, old. West which means the interstate teams, half of them don't have to go anywhere. Well, poor old West Coast got to come and play North. You know, Brisbane and Port Adelaide are stuck in Adelaide. So anyway, what they have done <laughs> is created an amazing mouth-watering round one fixture. And I'm going to get your early tips before nine o'clock this morning, King. Well, hang on. If, you, if you get more than six, you don't know anything about football, I don't think. You want, you want early tips about round one? <laughs> yeah, because it's hard. No. It's really hard. I need some hints. <laughs> Seen you on Fox Footy this week. You've been analysing. You, you're like a What's the, kid what are in the candy are there, store. Are there any tricks to footy tipping, do you think? Is there well, a secret to it? Because it seems to be the same names <laughs> always find their way to the top. And they really they piss you off a little bit, to be honest. Oh, they do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, Chris Kavanagh is always <laughs> high up in the Herald Sun. Max Lawton always wins the Fox one. Convinced he cheats, I'm not sure. He yeah, does, the, he does the scoring as well, so it's always a worry. Kautumi's pretty good on AFL.com. Yeah. So there's we, we followed this closely last year, actually. Who wins the yeah, age but, one? I see you've signed a new deal with the age. <laughs> we allowed to mention that or not? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can mention that. Um, and if you've got any feedback on the, the first column yesterday, I'm sure you won't be shy in, in providing it. Oh four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. But it has been has been a big week as we scramble through um, the first uh, parts of our show. And I guess you touched on it, but the audio that was released from from St Kilda and Ross, um, Sammy Edmund broke the story and did it magnificently well. So. 
They were supposed to upload the footage to a server, minus the audio, but St Kilda have accidentally uploaded the audio as well, which you know, takes you inside the coach's box. It was up there for four hours, and I'm sure that other clubs have had access to it and have it in their hands. Ross apologised to the players, or not apologised, but told them what had happened. Went through the transcript with, with Jack Steele, the skipper, and made sure that he smoothed it over with any other players that he needed to. Kingy, the, is the issue Ooh. here... The game plan, or is the issue here something derogatory that would have been said to one of his players that may get back to him? Yeah, or unknown. It's one of the great unknowns, isn't it? And it sounds to me like it was a really simple mistake. And, and I had a couple of people walk me through it. So I was a little bit stiff, Cornsy, because I did the game. And often if I travel the next day, I'll download parts of the vision. And I went to Sydney to sit in the GWS, oh, sorry, right. in, the, in the Suns box. Yeah. And often I'll just download a little bit of vision just to see if you can find something to fill in an hour on the plane. And this week I didn't. I was filthy on myself that looking back I could have I could have listened to Ross all the way to Sydney. <laughs> so is it the, that, that's the same server that you would have used? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, all, right. all the vision. Look, it's a simple mistake to, to click which audio you want. Do you want this feed or that feed? So the assistant coaches um, will listen to what's the, what the structures are in the coach's box. So they listen to that audio on the behind the goals or the yeah. – this camera two vision, or that they got, they've got so many, so many options now with their vision. So it's a simple mistake. Someone alerted me to the fact that it had been done before. Uh, I think it was even North Melbourne that did it a year or so ago. Um, but it just it just slipped through because mm. no one. You have to be incredibly lucky and to, to have downloaded that at the right time. It was deleted obviously within twelve hours of of uh, realizing what had happened. But um, I don't know whether it was. Because someone rang and said, hey, listen, you've got Ross's uh, audio on that uh, vision there. You might want to look at that. Yeah. Or uh, whether they, they discovered it themselves. But it, irrespective of that, it is embarrassing. But I, but I don't think it's a hanging offence. I always worry with these things, whether it's a you know a young a young staffer that's just made a small mistake and all of a sudden, bang, they're the, they're the headline of, uh, of, of the AFL world. So yep. in nah, terms it, of not, the not discussion a big, not a big one. in the box – because I, I did it once when I was injured as a player, I wasn't playing, and it was quite confronting, and I said I'd never, ever do it again because it was quite a negative environment to be in. Has that, and that's some time ago now, but you've experienced it recently, albeit only for a practice game. Has the language changed, and is it is it a more positive environment now than perhaps it would have been when you were playing and Dennis Pagan was coaching? I reckon I've done four or five over the last 10, ten years. Um Certainly this was a practice game that I was in last weekend, so a little bit different. But I think you're in an environment where you're looking for problems um, and things that, have, that are going wrong or, or look like going wrong and ways to address them ahead of time or, or mm. in real time. So it, it, it can come across as negative. Look, they say things about players they probably don't necessarily mean in the cool, clear light of day. They wouldn't say them. They're frustrated by a lack of effort or a lack of competitiveness from time to time. So some things would get said. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But not not the difficult ones when you have to sit down. Ross has had to sit down with the captain and say, "Hey, this is these yeah. are the transcripts. This is what I've actually said." Now there would be some embarrassing moments, and I've got no doubt about that. But I think that's part of the game, isn't it? Mm, mm. You got to you got to expect there'll be some negativity in there. Will it come out? Do you think? Yeah, it'll come out. hundred percent come out. Um, I'm What's a good result for Ross, actually? Not out. I'm surprised it's not out yet. But I think what they have done is addressed it pretty well. I mean, if it does come out now, he's had time to speak to any player that 
you know, may have been affected by this. So he's done it in the right way. It feels like they've addressed it as best they can. Do you reckon, uh, do you reckon Rodney Ede rang <laughs> Will Minson? I don't think so. <laughs> it did remind me, though. So Will! When... <laughs> Rocket, rocket, calm down. Gun air yourself, think, Rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me when I was a kid, Dad, Dad was coaching the South Australian State of Origin team, and it was the, I think it was the 1999 EJ Witten game when they played Victoria, and they had the, the audio recorded of the coach's box. And a year or so later, I used to go through all Dad's. Um, videotapes back in the day, VHS tapes, and watch all the old footy highlights. And I've put this one in, and the game had the coach's box audio with it. So I'm, I don't know how old, I'm probably 13 yeah. or something like that, and yeah. I've discovered this audio. Do you want to have a listen to it? It was brutal. Do you want to have a listen to it? Have you got it? Yeah. Play, play it, Bush. Find Johnson. Why, who is with Johnson? Is that Mark Bushido? Yes. Yes. Stu, can you see who James is talk, trying to... Who, who's picking up James for us? I can't f find him. <laughs> Lecker? Is that, is that James running back now? No, that's Daffy's on Lecker still. No, that's right. That's Daffy with Lecker's. And Daffy's going to Smith, so I got that one right. And who's Smith going to? Jono's coming off the wing by himself here. He can't f What's going on here? Jono. So that's James's bloke. Where is Joe? James is down there, and that's uh, trying to get rid of the. I was keeping on that. There's something going horribly wrong there. <laughs> There's something going horribly wrong. <laughs> that wasn't the audio, man. Who was what that? Game was, well, it sounded like old man. What game was that? Yeah, that was the was game you're the, talking about. Was that the game? But it goes for a bit longer. But we've had to. Right. Yeah. The, well, there was had to cut a little bit some out. <laughs> fruity language and the way that they talk about umpires. You. Oh, it's unbelievable. Umpires yeah. are the great frustration of the coach's box, aren't they? Because yeah. you, you, the things that are out of your control and you you can feel things <laughs> slipping. I know we'll talk about the coach's box later, but it was in a way for me, it was great to be in there when they were when they were challenged and having having uh, difficulty scoreboard wise. I mean, they lost by ten goals in the end. There's a lot of reasons for that. There's yeah. a lot of factors, and you can it it, it really doesn't matter. Um, but the frustration around umpiring is always in the coach's box. Mm. Always. All right, you can get involved and have you saying that. I had no idea you were going to play that audio um, just then. Uh, the captain's predictions are in, so it was captain's day. I, you know, I, I had a bit of a listen to some of the audio that SEN had captured. And as we scramble through the Morning King, I just want you to have a listen to Patrick Cripps try and backtrack after he was asked which player from another team he'd like to poach. Big Maxi, love a love a big ruck when he gets his hand on it. We got we got a few anyway, but I reckon Maxi, he's uh, does a fair few good things around the ground. Has he just said his ruckman are no good? Is this dumb shot, isn't it? Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So he, and then, there's one more. No, he, he couldn't go again, could he? No, not not Cripper, oh. but Luke Parker did something similar. Wouldn't mind Toby Nankervis back. <laughs> what Laddams is no good. <laughs> Gee. Can you play Cripper again? Can you play? I want to see how quickly he retracted this. Big Maxi, love a love a big ruck when he gets his hand on it. We got we got a few anyway, but I reckon Maxi, he's uh, does a fair few good things around the ground. <laughs> we got a few. <laughs> we Don't got their names. Like, yeah, what, what's his name again? That guy hardly played. Um, I'll tell you what, the captain. I'm glad you brought this up because dumb shies and um, we we ask the captains every year to give their predictions on 
who's going to make the eight. And uh, How do they go usually? Awful. Do they? A- awful. I mean, they don't watch footy for starters. I mean, why are we asking these guys? <laughs> so, I mean, they've put, I think, 17 of the 18 put to, I don't think you can vote your own team, so you had to vote the other team. Yes. So, so Brisbane were unanimous. 17 uh, other captains tipped the, the, the Lions to make the eight. 16, Richmond and Geelong. It's pretty much the same eight that we had last year, really. Um, but you look at who, who they think can win the flag, and, and they've, 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 they're erratic. Last year, mm. this is what they put last year. This is why maybe this is part of the secret as to why we've had so many captains turn over, when you see how close they are to the mark. Wow. So to reach the grand final, uh, it was six to Melbourne, five to Brisbane, three to Western Bulldogs, two to Richmond, two to Port Adelaide. No, one no had, Geelong. No Geelong. Not even to reach it. Not even to reach it. Okay. I think they were, they were in unison with the rest of us, though. I don't think yeah. many of us had Geelong making the granny. So it's just a guessing game, isn't it? It is. Um, and if you've got a thought on that, you can have your say. Hey, uh, Dumb Shies and I heard this week is coming up next. Wanted to give you time to have a think about it. You can nominate anyone. It doesn't have to be footy. It can be from around the world. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 If you want to play along, got a great prize to give away for the best nomination. We're up and running on Fireball Friday, and it's all thanks to the Kogan Money credit card, a great value card. And for Melbourne Airport parking, park at Melbourne Airport from just $12 a day. Back after this. And now, it's time for Dumb Sh- I Heard This Week. Say that again. Uh, there is a box of chrome soft golf balls and a hat, all thanks to Kingy's mates at Callaway Golf for the best nomination this week. Oh, you're not going to go me again, eh? Well, I think we have to. What I mean, do you mean? We, you just sort of... I'm only allowed to go what, you what, once what is more the point. What do you mean? <laughs> I thought we were a team. I mean, I could have brought up the fact that you said Gold Coast will be challenging for a flag next year, but next I didn't. Year. Next year. Yeah. No, no, I in contention do, next year, yeah. I wasn't. Don't back away from it. I wasn't going to do that. Oh, we're a team. I was going to look after I haven't you. Got, I haven't got it wrong. <laughs> Not yet. Let's throw to the Cameron Green discussion <laughs> you had only a couple of days ago with Jared Healy. Where is it? Oh, don't, lost tell me, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh it. no! This I've sabotaged be, this, it. This would be a disaster. <laughs> I've sabotaged. He was it. mooted as the saviour coming into this side, and he just—he's he, yet to prove to me that he's a Test match player, let alone a Test match player in these conditions off the preparation that he has had, and that has been sitting on the sidelines for for months since the, the Australian tour. So I don't know why he's an automatic inclusion, uh, and I think he'll really struggle to bat in these conditions. That was before the other test match, not this one. Which he made 25-odd. Well, that, 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 that was about that a half-hour score. We only made 200. I don't think that qualifies yet. He's sitting yet. on I mean, 49 not out. Yeah, he's, been, no, he's, he's, good. he's been part of the uh, reason we are so dominant at the moment. He's at, I read this morning he's averaging 70 in India, 50 in Sri Lanka, and 35 in Pakistan. I'm not sure whether you've done well, your facts well, on this. Well, well, he's averaging 34 in total, so he must be pretty poor in Australia then. If, yeah, he's if, only 23 that, years of age. No, I, I understand, but he had yet to prove that he was a Test match player. I think that was... They're too scared to bowl him with, with his body. He doesn't bowl enough, and Stop we'll see how much he bowls this time. so much ammunition. He looked good <laughs> last night. He looked good. But that was... 
two weeks ago that I said that <laughs> comment, and I'm still not convinced he's an automatic test player. He's not an uh, automatic. Speaking no, of the don't cricket. do this stuff. See, I'm going to have to play that again. Speaking of He'll the cricket. He'll make 200. My nomination is for Sunil Gavaskar, who had this to say about Steve Smith. He's <laughs> closing off the leg side for Steve Smith. Is it going to be a double bluff instead of the bouncer, Yorker? Is, uh, I haven't seen a lot of Steve Smith. Is he a compulsive hooker of the short delivery, Eros? No, I don't think you can average 60 and be a compulsive hooker. Sanu, he's got the 30 hundreds. He's made 8,718 runs and you haven't seen much of him. Where have you been, son? Where have you been? <laughs> he's been the, the ICC test player of the decade. He snuck up on him. <laughs> I haven't seen much of him. What about Ados? Oh, he just he couldn't believe it. Well, Ados. Ados second pause. He spent most of his time cheering for India, Ados. Yeah, you reckon? Oh, my God. Forgets forgets yeah. the the home nation there at times. The but comment, Yeah, the commentary's it, been a hard hard listen at times, but they know who pays their, their wages. But come on. Come on, Gavaskar. That was that was ordinary. Go there's back a, and watch some highlights. There's a little. Do you want to do a little bit of around the grounds? A little bit as soon as your man's involved. Who's my man? Yeah, Sunil. Let's have a little listen. He's he's having some troubles out the back today with the audio. The audio. Typical stinking fucking hot day here in Bombay for this opening match of the series between Australia and India. There's a bit of a fitness cloud hanging over some of the Australian team. Apparently, three or four of them have been damaging the Dalton all night after eating a dodgy vindaloo for dinner earlier in the evening. Nonetheless, Salon Border won the toss and sent India into bat. And the two Indian openers, couldn't Sunil have a scar, were in trouble right from the start. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I still man. love that audio. So did I. It's fun. As a it's kid, fun. It's so, so clever. People take that the right way. But your man, Sunil, is that a bad one there? Yeah, I haven't seen was... much of Steve Smith. Jeff's on the line. Uh, Jeff, you want to have your say and sink the boots in on Cam Green, I suppose. Welcome to you. Okay, no, I'm not sinking the boots into Cam Green. Uh, I just want to let you know that Cam Green is a very important part of that side, especially over in India, and that's why we won the test last week. Because what it allowed us to do, I know he didn't bowl much, but what it allowed us to do is have that extra bowler in that three Didn't he bowl two overs in the first innings? Didn't he bowl two overs? It doesn't matter. If he wasn't if he wasn't at number six, we would have picked another paceman and only had the two spinners like we did in the first test. Okay. We, he's, he's important to that team. You look at our results over the last two years since he's been in that team, we've won more than what we've lost. All right, Jeff, I'll take your, your word for it. Of, I just uh, needed to see a little bit more than two overs. A couple of temper uh, texts have come through. Dumb shizen for this week. Wispy has got a couple of nominations. Well, we saying St Kilda nomination? or Chad Warner can't go up another level in the Saints to make the eight. Well, the thing about that that I like, though, and we might talk about our predictions a little bit later on. Oh, you're going to do, the... do something, are you? No, I'm not doing mine. What? But you're no, do come yours. on, come on. No, I'm not doing, I'm not doing predictions. Work with you once a week. We're not doing predictions. There's I just finished reading your article. That's all it is. <laughs> what are you talking about? By doing top eight predictions. But the thing I liked about Tim's top eight was that it was different to other people's. Now, every every top eight that I've seen, it's the same top eight of last year, just in a different order. Bucks has got the same. Dwayne's got the same. Every other person I've seen has got the same. But that, as we know, is not going to happen. There will be a team 
whether it's Tim St. Kilda or whether it's someone else that plays in the finals that didn't play there last year. Yeah. Usually two come in. Usually two. So there'll be at least one. And every I'm looking top forward eight. to seeing who yours is. No, you, I'm looking forward to seeing who yours are. I'll, I'll dodge mine. No, uh, Ray is on the line, and he wants to talk about maybe a first on Fireball Friday, Alaskan dog racing. What? G'day, Razor. G'day, boys. How are you? What do you got for us? Uh, nah, there's just an Aussie over in, um, over in Alaska, obviously. He's uh, Christian Turner, his name is. His third attempt at the race. I haven't heard much about it. I just want to see if you boys can find out some information, maybe, and do yeah. some research for us. But... Um, He's our uh, third attempt at it. He's, he's got some uh, got some fresh dogs off his mate who won it a few times, but um, no, pretty good effort, I reckon. What's the go, Ray? Yeah, what's what's the us. sport? What's involved? Well, you know the Alaskan dog sled race that they yeah. have over there. It's been yep. going for about fifty or sixty years. Yep. Well, he's he's the first Aussie that's been in it, and um, this is his third attempt at it. And his mate has just had a set of twins, and he's uh, handed his his dogs that he's won with over the last few years to him. So he's a real red-hot chance of winning it. All right. We'll follow that one up for you, and we'll try and get him on the line. Love stories like that, Alaskan dog racing. Haven't uh, done my research on that as as thoroughly as perhaps I should have, but thanks for alerting us to that. And if you want to speak about any sporting topic, I guarantee you we'll put you on one 736 736 That was today's edition of Dumb Shies and I Heard This Week. It's time for the 6.30 News. Kingy's off to get in the cafe coffee.